Hello, yes. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Other People Show. The original first three minutes of the show had complete static. So we're picking up right where I'm talking about my niece's recording a video, and you can check it out. So we're jumping right in. Thank you for tuning in. Singing a little song all morning. I guess a song that they maybe heard at church or, or something like that. So they sing that, so if you want to check that out, that's Maggie and Lydia. Uh, it's, uh, it's on YouTube. It's the le- latest video posted. So check that out. Also, if you want to go back and check out <clears throat> Happy Bur- Birthday, there's version 2 and there's version 1. So version 2 is out there, but version 1 has is streaming as well, so please go and check that out. Some brand new things coming out on the other people's channel. So, <clears throat> everything's been going well, personally. Can't say that uh, things have been going bad or anything like that. Everything's been going well. Been been keeping busy with the show. And that's something that I like to do is to totally keep busy and keep my mind busy and occupied. So, therefore, I don't really start thinking about you know, problems or things that are wrong or uh, thinking that I tend to do. And that leads me to think about past text messages or text messages in general. Excuse me. Now, do you typically, as a person that receives text messages, one, are you, are you glued, glued to the phone? Are you always glued to the phone? Now, I do have it off and around and I do scroll looking at updates on views, uh, maybe checking out, you know, the new, not really the news, but, you know, updated things that might be happening that are uh, current, looking up directors or movies or maybe um, film festivals, best cans, a lot of things like that, maybe some other videos related to that. <coughs> but in essence, I'm not totally carrying, carrying a phone in my hand unless I'm filming or something like that. But when that little red, red light, light, or, or just like just now, like now, so you can see, see, see as, as when that when pops up, up there, there, it's hard, it's hard for me not, to, not to click and see, see, see what, it is. what it is. And I just got a text, text message, message response. 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 But when I do when receive, receive a text message, message it's hard, it's hard. You see, you see it, I can't let it linger. I don't want it to let it linger. And then, um, so, so I try, so to, I try to respond as quickly as quick possible. 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 So, 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 yeah, yeah that, that is, is, is what kind of what leads me into the next, uh, I guess, topic, topic you could say. Um, how much of your past text messages do you keep? Do you keep text messages from like one friend and not another? From family members, from siblings, you know, mother, daughter, son, and father, or do you, you know, as soon as the day is over, delete them? Now, I usually it just depends on sorry about that responding to a text message because I, I don't like leaving people on read, I, I don't like doing that at all, but. Certain people, it seems like for a while, maybe a certain friend, I have a, a one certain friend that I, I do not delete her, her text messages. Um, I don't know why. It's not that I ever really go back and look at them or read them, 
but I like to have them just in case. Maybe just in case an unfortunate occurrence happens and I can always go back and look at those. And then I can sit and be sad about it. I don't know. Who, who knows what I might do. But some people, I, I don't keep them. And it isn't of an importance level either. You know, if, if it's anything, uh, you know, you know, there's just, if it's something work-related work that I might need later, I might keep or I might save and put in my notes. But I'm not one to really keep and save things of that nature. I used to be that way. And then I ended up having a box full of things that did nothing but made me sad when I look at them or, or go through them or it was taking up room in the closet and, and cobwebs getting in and, and spiders and, and bugs and then I would have to vacuum more and get out the hose and it would just be an ongoing thing that would just take longer and longer and longer and I would be cleaning more and more and more and gathering more and more memorabilia throughout my life for, for what? The store in a box that I'm not going to look at to, to store in text messages that I'll never go back and it says you need to clean out your memory you have too much and all this and then you've got to go through and you've got doubles and triples of pictures so I don't, I don't usually do that stuff I usually get rid of it right away don't be a hoarder with your text messages um, if it's someone special keep them but for, for everyone you know don't do it I'm just suggesting not to do it it's not good for your phone it's not good for your mental health just move away from that just uh, I think that's something you should do um, I'm getting some messages what do certain things mean I'm not I'm not sure I'll have to go back and look but um, you know the next topic that I that I kind of I guess I could kind of say that I I'm, I'm not going to say I'm passionate about it but it's a kind of uh, I guess it's a subject that I like to talk about and like to think about at least um, and it's that of and I think it's a, a pretty popular subject among a lot of people it's that of uh, murderers or serial killers or things such as that now we've all seen movies, we've all seen TV shows. There was just the uh, the Dahmer show a few months back, um, BTK, you know Ted Bundy, all these people, <clears throat> and it's 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 kind of like an act. Like, could you actually commit the murder of someone? So let's say, you know, you first have to think about what you would have to go through. So we'll get to that in a moment. And then the next step, you would have to think, okay, if you did commit this said murder, how would you dispose of the body? What would you, you would have to come up with all these scenarios. What would you do if questioned? What would you do if some strand of DNA or a hair or, you know, half a fingerprint or someone saw you? How would you have alibis and ex explanations for all these things? I think a lot of the, when people commit murders and such, they don't actually, a lot of maybe crimes of passion. So that's the number one thing you do not want to do is to ever have like a crime of passion. Because for one, that's gonna be good for no one. That's not gonna be good for the person that you're murdering. 
because they won't be around. And it's not going to be good for you because chances are you're not gonna you're you're not gonna make it out. You're gonna serve some time. You're gonna be behind bars, be behind the slammer. So that's that's what you have to think of when you're doing it. Sorry about this. So you have to think about. <clears throat> If you get caught, so you have to think about a couple, of, a couple of things when you're talking about murdering someone. If you get caught, are you going to have an escape plan to get, try to get away? What's going to be your defense? And if nothing works, how are you going to survive the rest of your life in the slammer? Now, first and foremost, I don't know if I, I don't think I could ever actually go through the actual murder of someone because I don't have anyone that I dislike enough to murder them. I dislike a few people verging on total disdain for, you know, at least one or two people. But do I care enough about them to go out of my way to murder them? No, I don't. I don't, I don't have that kind of time. I could probably plan the perfect murder. And if I did commit the murder, could I get away with it? 100%, I have no doubt in my mind. <clears throat> but it wouldn't be something that I would take lightly because I know that my life would be you know, in the balance. And who wants to give up their freedom to end up behind bars just because they, you know, they were clumsy and careless when committing a murder? I mean, I'm not advocating any kind of crimes. I don't believe in that at all. You know, it should be uh, you behave yourselves. But if you were going to commit one, yes, if, if, if I knew that I had to, could I do it? I guess I could. That's the first thing. How would I dispose of the body? Well, you need to make sure. <clears throat> now, it does seem for the most part around, uh, I don't, I'm not sure where everyone is watching this, but we're in the southwestern part of Virginia close to Kentucky and Tennessee, even West Virginia. So there's plenty, plenty of mountainous regions and areas to actually dispose of the body and the wildlife could eat on it and easily uh, dismember the body and you should be able to get away with it. Now you have to make sure that you're, you're not being seen. You know, if you're driving there, you know, how are you going to get the body there? You're going to chop it up. You're going to drag it out, put it in a suitcase, sleeping bag, um, you know, duffel bag, multiple things. Uh, there's multiple things that you could do, but you have to think about that. How are you getting the body from point A to point B, excuse me, the final resting place, I guess you could say. Um, so I don't think that would be a problem at all. You would have to make sure that you have, leave no trace of hair, uh, fingerprints, gloves, nothing with your clothes. I would even spray uh, reflectives on your um, license plate, but I would suggest not using your own vehicle if you're going to do such a thing. And making sure, not like in Pulp Fiction in the, in the 70s vehicle where there's blood everywhere and you have to clean up a massacre. You know, so you don't want to, you know, blow someone's head off or, you know, you don't want to be stabbing them 20, 20 times if you're going to be able to commit the, the perfect murder. So it would be best probably <clears throat> to do, um, you know, some kind of a poison 
So therefore, you're not wrestling or fighting or you could get bruised or you could get hurt. Um, and there's no, you know, nothing's going to be knocked down, out of place, no blood stains, no, uh, nothing like that. So you need to make sure this person, you know, go, is, is un unconscious with the intent that you're going to, you know, murder the said person. Now, like I said earlier, I'm not for murder. I don't want anyone to be murdered. Unless, I guess some people, I don't know if they deserve to be murdered, but I'm sure some people, if they were murdered, it wouldn't bring society down, right? You know, I'm just saying. That being said, so make sure <clears throat> that you, uh, like I said, you could easily dispose of the body. We live in mountainous regions with all three states. So that would be an easy, easy task of getting away with that. The clumsy mistakes are is going to be your downfall. That's really going to be the downfall of someone that's tried to commit a murder, did it, but tried to get away. Getting away with it is where you're going to get caught. So, you know, after you make sure that there's no trace of anything, like I said, hair follicles, fingerprints, clothing, any detail of footprint, shoe print, anything that anybody could to, could connect you to it. Also, you already need to have an alibi where you're supposed to be, and or even have someone that's that kind of looks you know someone that looks like you, a doppelganger that's going to be close nearby. Have them wander into the vicinity that you, you need your alibi to be. You should be fine. Um. You know, if, if if someone wants to message me, you know, hypothetically, you know, this scenario, what would you do? I could probably do it better. I just have written down, if you were to murder someone, what do you think would be the most difficult part? And do you think you could get away with it? Yes, the most difficult part would be the cleanup. But that's why you don't, you know, you don't stab or shooting nothing where there's any blood that's going to be your downfall of the cleanup now after that can you live a normal life knowing that you've killed someone um if it's an innocent person innocent bystander um you know it would probably haunt me for the first i don't know six seven days probably after that, I should be fine. It might take up to 14 days. Now, if they were, you know, a deviant and a menace to to society, and uh, had no real worth, you know, low of the low, um, I could probably sleep like, uh, you know, a little baby that took edibles or something. I could probably sleep that well, uh, knowing that I did the right thing. But just a hypothetical situation, something to ponder, something to think about when you're watching your next uh, serial killer. And if you're going to be a serial, serial killer, why would you, I'll just attack this on um, asterisks, why would you do it all in the same state, same city, same town? You want to spread it out. If you had a thing, where you a, a compulsion to do it, you would want to do it in random places throughout America, throughout the world, 
wherever you happen to be, you wouldn't want to do it. Okay, let's do, you know, BTK. Let's do, you know, 12 murders uh, in Kansas City. That's not how to do these things. Use it. You got one. Use it. Uh, let's see. We've got, have you ever gotten into a fight with anyone before? Hmm. I have gotten into a fight with someone. I got into a fight with, um, it was in, I'm trying to think what grade it was in. Uh, it, it wasn't so much of a fight, but it was more of, um, I was in ninth grade and it was in the bi biology lab, or bi I guess biology. Uh, so you know how most uh, biology labs, they have like the sink and then the long, wasn't even a desk, but like a long marble countertop of those you know faucets and the deep sinks so this one guy his name happened to be uh, Adam too just like that right there uh, and he uh, he he kept on it, it was it was weird one of my uh, the other day a couple a couple days I have a couple of uh, side hustles so one of them uh, someone came in and it happened to be this girl that this guy Adam had kind of harassed a little bit in class and it said stuff about um, it said stuff about her chest and something about that and I was like listen Adam because I sat across from, from both of them they both sat across from me I said something like listen if you say it again I'm going to punch you in the chin if you say it again I will punch you in the chin and then he happened to say something again and I just punched him in the chin and he went back didn't say anything else and uh, never had a problem actually I don't think I ever saw him again because not much longer after that I transferred to another school so uh, but that was uh, a time that I was in a fight and or I not really a fight but you know I punched somebody in the face uh, another time happened to be, uh, you know, I've never really wanted to get into it with someone because that's not really what I do. You know, I'm not paid to do that. If I were paid to do that, then I would take a dive and lose, but I would take the big money, one dive, I'm done. Make off, make out with the, you know, like a band, uh, with the cash, with the Johnny Cash. But... You know, I'm not one to really fight. Now, I'm not one to back down from things. I had someone maybe about a year ago, they had um, came in to, to my place of business and started uh, something because I didn't even know who they were. And I told them, you know, to get the F out. And once I said that, they came back and they, you know, almost got into my face and started with me. And I said, uh, you know, I said, I will have you banned. I will have you banned. From this uh, place, this public place, you're becoming a public nuisance and uh, making a spectacle of yourself. So, but you know, other than that, I've not really been in many fights. You know, I don't see you know not so not physical fights, verbal arguments. You know, there's there's been one, two. I mean, there's been a few. You know, I got to be honest, there's been a few, and uh, they're not pretty. Sometimes the verbal arguments can be even worse than the uh, the other ones. Um, maybe. 
I mean, I'm not one to think words hurt. They don't bother me. They're words. I know who I am. And if you don't, that's not your pro that's not my problem, that's your your problem. So why would I care about what you say about me when I know who I am? It doesn't bother me. Call me names if you want. Um in disrupting the peace, yes. But you know, when I I, I do like to uh try to take responsibility when I when I do wrong. So if I am punched when I'm wrong, I'll take it. I'll take the punch. You know, whether it be a verbal punch or uh you know a punch i'd rather not be a punch to my face if you're going to punch me i'd rather you punch me in the stomach i'd rather not be the nose it, might, it does stick out kind of long I'd rather not be the forehead uh, definitely not the ears especially not this one had some surgery on that one um stay away from that so just maybe in the stomach if you're going to punch me just give me a good a good old belly punch that's that's all i would want but I would advocate just like the first topic. Um, these are all hypothetical situations, so we don't want any murder, and we don't want any punching and, and kicking and fighting. Um, if you want to settle, if you want to do something like that, just go ahead and settle, settle the score with uh, some kind of maybe uh, rock'em sock'em robots or some kind of a video game. That might be the best, the best thing to do. <clears throat> Um, and I like to incorporate things with food on the show quite often. Everyone loves food. Not everyone. Most people, I think, like food. They, they uh, enjoy it. But there's also where, um, you know, there's some really popular, popular foods that's like Americana. You know, it's, it's, you've heard the phrase, is Americana is hamburgers and hot dogs and the seventh inning stretch. Well, there's a lot of things out there that maybe yourself, but I have for one haven't tried, like the Big Mac, and the Big Mac sauce. I have never in my life tried a Big Mac, nor the Big Mac sauce. And at this point in my life, I will. There's certain things when you get to the point in your life, you're like, I'm not going to be doing this up at this. I'm not going to do it. You know, you've heard the saying, you can never say never, but you can say never. You can never say never when it comes to food. Unless, you know, there that's might be the last thing that I could possibly eat. And I've seen pictures and videos of how, you know, the fast food lasts fifteen years, so it's you know possible. But I will say that I will never eat a Big Mac or slurp up Big Mac sauce. And uh, the Whopper, I guess uh is that the thing? Or BLT? Bacon, lettuce, tomato? Never had that. Not had a lot of uh, fast food things. Whatever the um, the Burger King one is. Home of the Whopper. Do they have some kind of special, some sort of specialty sauce? I, I, don't, I don't like those things. It's not that they taste bad. I'm sure that they don't. I mean, I don't like tomatoes unless they're finely diced. Finely diced, teeny tiny diced tomatoes that's the only kind of tomatoes that I like and uh, I think there's a, a few girls out there that like teeny tiny things like that also um, but anyway um, I'm trying to think of some I wish I had a list if I had a, a, you know another guest with me I could I could see let's go here to the instant messenger and someone's saying um, no 
pickles, pickles are another thing. You know, green is my favorite color, you know, but when it looks like a pickle, that's just, a pickle just looks gross. It's rigid. It smells terrible. It's got, and then that juice, it, that, that juice looks like something like a frog would live in. Pickle juice looks like, like an amphibian had lived in that for a while. And it just not, doesn't look good to me. It just doesn't look good to me, and it's not something I think that I could uh, really eat. And I have, you know, eaten it a little. I've eaten like teeny tiny bites of it. But as far as, you know, I, I did, and I'm not proud of this. I'm not proud of this at all, but I did, um, one time I did... I was at Dairy Queen. This was years ago. And I asked them for, um, I guess, a chicken sandwich. Because so, I, I did eat chicken at the time from there. And I bit in after I got the, the sandwich. And pickles. For one, why would you put a pickle on a chicken sandwich? Who would put a pickle on a chicken sandwich? A dimwit. Maybe not a dimwit, but it's crazy. You don't put pickles in a chicken sandwich. They should come plain, and then if you want things on them, you should say, yes, please add this. Please add this. Not take away this. Why don't I just go ahead and have a, a, a pickle sandwich with a little piece of chicken on it? How about that? That's just as, uh, you know, logical. Let me have a pickle sandwich with a little piece of chicken on it, please. But anyway, I did go through, and I went back around, and I uh, I opened up the window, and I threw the pickle, and I, th I think I threw the sandwich, because it's ruined. The bun's ruined once you have that pickle on there. It ruins the top part of the bun. It's got the pickle juice, the pickle smell. So you throw away the bun, and then what do you have? You have a chicken sandwich with one bun, and you're trying to eat it like that. And then your hands are getting greasy. It's it's just it's pandemonium. Anyway, it's almost at the end of the show. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back Wednesday. We're coming back with uh, real talk, Jacob's ladder. So uh, tune in at 10, 10 30 p.m. Wednesday. Casey will be joining. It'll be a fun show. I've never watched it. Going to watch it tonight. Going to check it out. Uh, go to the other people's show on Facebook and the other people's show on YouTube and Spotify. You all have a good night. Adios.